In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, as promised, here comes your playbook on relationship patterns. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's really about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. We are so happy that you are here. We love you. It is I, your humble servant, the Q Dog, in the Moran Family Studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie. Hi, baby. Hello, honey. And here we go. Let's get this in, let's get it done, and let's get you on the road. To making sure that you make your relationship patterns or you revamp them to work for you. That is what is very, very important. This all comes from an epiphany that Jeannie and I had. That there were some patterns that were harming our relationship and it took us about three years to figure it out. Mm. But hey, here we are. If you have not listened to the game plan episode or the journey episode, stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin this episode for you for now. But it will get better. So go back and listen to uh, Relationship Patterns, The Journey, Relationship Patterns, The Game Plan, and then, and only then, should you listen to this episode. But you're going to do whatever the heck you want anyway. All right, so let's talk about it, honey. Um, when it comes down to the playbook, here are the things that you need to implement that will help you move forward. Okay, number one, we have to reschedule our check-ins, our coffee talks, our stop-everything moments. We got to do it, and for us, we're going to do that once a week. We hadn't determined yet, though, if we're going to do it on date night, or if we're going to do it on Monday night, or when we're going to do it. So we should get down to doing that. Do it when it's productive. Hey, don't do it on date night. Okay, so don't, don't I'll make do it, it on up. date night only because on when you start talking business on date, date night, night, it can throw date night off. Yeah. Make date night about timing. Fun. We're, we're learning timing a lot about timing. Everything. <laughs> I've been learning that for over a decade. Timing is everything because there was a time in my life where I had the worst timing. But the problem is you'll go through a season of having nothing done because you're worried about not getting the timing right. But there is always a balance as you grow. So the things we're going to do, we're going to restart our check-in when it comes to times and schedules because we are moving now more than ever. Um, and then we're going to sync up our schedules. The second piece of that is we're going to check our love tank because we got out of the habit of doing that. How is your heart? Are you fulfilled? What are you lacking and how can I help? Those are the things you have to do in order to ensure that you're not getting into a pattern or routine or a rut and it's harming your relationship. Okay, so make sure you get that on the list. Number three. We're going to make plans together through these talks for investments in our relationships. Like we talked about, there are things that we love to do that has to do with, you know, keeping our date night fresh and relevant as opposed to getting stuck in a, in a routine. That means that we're going to reinvest in our time and our getaways, and we've got to make sure that we have at least one getaway together, just us per month because that's what creates success for us 
Now, a getaway doesn't necessarily mean we're going to be gone overnight either, because I'm, I'm sure there are people that are thinking we can't afford to be, you know, going to hotels and stuff all the time. Sometimes a getaway for us is we drive two hours, we go to a three-hour hockey game, and we drive two hours back. But that's still seven hours of just us uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically just finding your time where you're going to go connect on something that doesn't include kids or family or other people it's just you two yeah and you know maybe you're at that point in your relationship where the only thing you can do is go for a two-hour drive and then turn around and drive back and drive back get as creative as you like but get in and come to some kind of agreement because you need to invest in your relationship on purpose and that for Jeannie and I we are just not as connected if we're not doing it. That's just a fact. That's a cold, hard fact. So find a way to get it done. If you need help or you need advice or you need just an ear or eyes to read an email, then email us. We're pretty open. I mean, we're just... Usually if somebody's saying they're, you know, I'm just a real person, sometimes they're just not a real person, but... You can go through this podcast. I was going to say, if you listen, you'll you'll find this is unscripted big time. <laughs> yeah, um, bullet points. But uh, and then with that, the next thing that you should do, because this is how I do it, and it has proven successful, is there you your family dynamics. You may be like mine, where if things are going to change, people need to be preloaded. They need some pre work done. So after we realize this. I had the whole family sit, no TV, we ate, we had some time together, and then we talked about the change in the schedule and what we were planning on doing and what the idea is for us to be able to get the whole family involved so they know what to expect. Yeah, we we take it, us personally, we feel like it's necessary for the kids to always be informed on when something's changing so like when we came up with the plan for us to go away once a month we sat down with the kids and we explained to them this is what's going to be happening from here on out this is what dad and i need to do this is why we need to do it so when we come in and say okay well dad and i are going to be gone next weekend because in the beginning if dad and i were going somewhere the kids would get really butt hurt because why can't we go anywhere how come we're not going with us why do you want to get away from us and that's not our intention it is and it's not. I don't ever want them to feel like we don't want to be around them or that they're not, you know, a, a huge part of our life. But I do want them to understand so that they have that example later. You still have to take time for your marriage above everything else because if the marriage isn't working, the kids eventually won't be either. Everything just kind of crumbles from the top. Yeah, and even though you communicate it, not everybody's always going to hear it. Or be happy about it. True. And because, I mean, last week when we were going out of town, you know, that meant Mo and I weren't going to get our coffee time and Bible study in. And she somehow missed that we were leaving. And so I told her during the game, it's like, well, Mom and I are leaving tonight and we're going to, you know, go see a hockey game tomorrow. And she was like, what? But at the same time, this very same kid had a race yesterday when she found out that there was a hockey game in the hockey arena. It happens to be 45 minutes from the location of where she was running. She all of a sudden she was like, "Do you think we could get tested fast enough? Could we get there in time for the game? Do you think?" I was like, "And there she is. There's my girl." 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's we, a catch twenty two. <laughs> we Morans love our routines, especially the ones that are that help us. Yeah. You know. And then um, number five, as you roll this plan out, get your buzzwords planned out. Get them in order. And that'll be a way for y'all to check in on each other. It'll be a way for you to say something in the moment um, while things are happening because maybe one of you, you know, is kind of fighting the urge to talk about, you know, what you're going through and somebody's reacting a certain way and you can say something in the moment. Rita's key for this for me because I was, I still am at times, but I've gotten better about it. I am the reactive. As soon as he comes out and says, you know what, this is what's going on and I don't like it, I am immediately on the defensive. Immediately. So Rita changed how we talk to each other. So if you're new to this and you haven't gone through listening to rules of engagement and buzzwords and you know you don't really know us yet, the first thing that Rita taught us was ask questions. Are you noticing that something's off? I feel like something's kind of missing and I'm not really sure what's going on because now you're taking the defensive away and you're asking them to look at something with you rather than you know what you're acting like an ass right now and I'm really not liking this and I need to know why you're so pissed off because it's pissing me off that right there does not work well if you haven't figured out rules of engagement yet no doubt or you know coming up with questions to ask about yourself turn the table Quincy does it all the time I feel like I'm being snippy with people but I don't really feel like I mean to like it's not that I'm trying to do it I just notice I'm starting to get snappy and he'll ask me do you see me doing these things because sometimes you might just be in a moment and what's happening outside the home might carry over and you may not catch it and the Mm -hmm. minute that you do it's like whoa wait have I been doing this a lot or was this a one-time thing Quincy's real good about being self-aware about his attitude and how he's doing things. And the minute he catches it, he'll usually ask me, am I doing this? Are you seeing this? Because I just want to make sure if this is a one-time thing, I'll go apologize for it and fix it. But if this is more than one-time thing, we need to sit everybody down and, you know, I need to figure out why I'm doing this. But the questions kind of diffuses Mm -hmm. the defensive. Yeah, and thank you for pointing that out. I really try to be self-aware um, because I can, believe it or not, I can be a freaking a-hole. I really can. And I've done what I can to manage that because I can be overpowering, condescending. I can just be a flat-out jerk. See, and I, I am not self-aware until after I do it. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that wasn't what I meant to do. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why sometimes, just in the moment, I'll look at her and I'll go, you're being really sharp right now. What is up? And it's like, something's going on. There's something happening. There is a level of frustration that needs to be diffused. I usually catch it when one of the kids says something and I get snappy and Quincy will look at one of the kids and go, "Mm, I wouldn't do that again. And then he'd look at me and go, that was really, really sharp. (laughs) Like, whatever's happening right now, I'm trying to save somebody's life. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to do too much damage. And, you know, damage can be repaired. That's why I do go back and I will apologize when I am a freaking jerk. Or when I say something that's taken the wrong way. I just go back and apologize. I'm not perfect by any means. So, there you have five steps to implement, you know, in your playbook. And now, 
instead of your life living you, you can start living your life as long as you keep these checks and balances and you make sure to check on these five points and you walk them out. Now, it may not stay five points. It may turn into one or two points just to make sure that y'all are moving forward. But then when you get this down and you are becoming successful at it, it's not like you shouldn't take a step back after a few months and say, okay, let's look at it as a whole. But that'll be for another episode. Anything else, honey? No, I think we covered it. There you go. Patterns, patterns, patterns. Relationship patterns. That's the playbook. She is Jeannie Moran. I am Quincy the U-Dog Moran. And this is Man versus Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose. For a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.